0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Make Work Podcast. This is Stephanie. And this is Morgan. We missed you guys. We were very busy, but we do have an exciting topic
1: this week. I know. We're very bad. We're still bad.
0: Still bad. Um, Before we get into that, Morgan, oh, also rate, review, subscribe, <laughs> tell a friend, put on social media, all those things that we normally pretty please tell us how great we are because, you know, we're so consistent and wonderful. <laughs> I wanted to read the email that I put off last time. Oh, yes. Okay. After our episode of where we had an issue with our sex drive changing and identifying where we had a high sex drive before and all that kind of stuff. So I wanted to share that. Oh, funny thing at the top. I want to say it was Amanda tagged us in something on Instagram. as a reel. And it was. Oh, I just saw that <laughs> when I was
1: on the toilet.
0: <laughs> was, if girls took pictures with the vibrators like guys did with fish, like for Tinder, I laughed so goddamn hard. It's just her by a lake holding a vibrator like it's a fish by the <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's
1: just like four of
0: them. It's amazing. It's perfect. It's so good. Okay, so this letter came in. We're going to keep it anonymous. Serious feelings about the episode, love this one, okay. Not gonna lie, the first episode on sex drive had left me feeling really bad. I was someone who had had a sporadic sex drive and sometimes just referred to myself as asexual as I got older. I had a lot of sex trauma I hadn't dealt with. Rape, assault, abuse. In 2015, I was misdiagnosed with, I might butcher this even though I'm a nurse, lichen sclerosis and basically was told there was no hope. Thousands of dollars later, I now know that I have vulvodiana. vulvodynia, vulvodynia, vulvodynia. Again, I shouldn't have a nursing license, it's fine. <laughs> I'm just my wood butchering alone. I can keep you alive, I just can't talk about it afterwards. Basically, my skin and muscles break down down there, scar, and then reopen. The worst part is that the largest amount of pain is on my clit, yep super painful all the time There are probably like 12 to 16 days a year where i don't have pain i didn't worry about it because i was she quoted saving myself from marriage or the person i wanted to marry end quote why worry about something when i wasn't even doing it in the first place a few months after being diagnosed i met my current partner who i've been with for five and a half years he had some sexual trauma as well so we were in no rush i did have a high drive towards him though After a few months, we had sex, and we were great minus my pain. We found ways to make it work. Eh, Make it work. (laughs) Where we both... Sorry, I'm not laughing at your situation. I'm sorry. Take Um, two shots. Make it work. Take two shots. I love that drinking game so much. (laughs) Nicole, you're the shit. She's just... She's so good, you know? I know. However... Oh, hold on. I lost my place. found ways to make it work, and we both have our own versions of pleasure. However, a few years in... We had a lot of issues related to sex and didn't know if we could even be with each other. I'd lost two immediate family members, gained weight, and it just made my self-esteem drop where I felt like I was worthless. My partner is worth it and I am worth it. He told me he was unhappy, that I was unwilling to even try other things because it felt like by my saying no to sex, I was saying no to the intimacy, intimacy needed to make relationships survive. It wasn't about sex, it was really about communication valid point anonymous ding, ding, reader ding, ding. I told my guy, no, enough was enough and that there has to be a way to improve my condition I spent a lot of money over a year but I got my diagnosis received physical therapy bought some devices and now have a TENS unit it was worth every penny every mile I drove and every tear shed on experimental procedures I have way less pain ba- based on the holistic approach wait yeah that's what you said okay my partner and I are both happy know how to communicate better ooh. ooh. And have a phenomenal time in the bedroom. So your current episode was much more a relief. It's not necessarily about sex. Relationships are more about communication, intimacy, and building time with each other. And if you aren't happy, being willing to seek help when things aren't working—fucking huge point. Also, sometimes it really is like a glass of water. I feel like that in the beginning, you should feel that high drive towards your part, towards that person. But as your relationship grows, your drive. Your drive does begin to die, and you have to figure out how to reestablish that passion. If you want to be together, you gotta be willing to put in the work to make it work.
1: Two <laughs> more shots, you are fucked up. Yeah, you guys are gonna black out. Woo! That's a wonderful email.
0: Uh, it was so good. I cried. It's such a unique perspective to have medical problems. You know, we've talked about that I've had trauma, and all of us have bad, had bad sex, I'm sure. You know, this is a very different perspective neither of us have, and I mean, how much love it takes to push through that and not take the easy way out of just avoiding intimacy. I mean, there's women all over the world who avoid having sex for a headache, and this listener literally went to the doctor and physical therapy and procedures to have that with her partner. He has to feel so loved.
1: I would think that he does, and she should feel so strong and empowered for, like, realizing that there was something that she wanted to change, and taking the steps to do it, and seeing it through, and getting results. So, absolutely wonderful, happy for this person, and it's a lesson for, you know, anything in life. It doesn't just have to be about sex if there's something going on it's all about communication self-awareness and putting in the effort yeah
0: i agree and it's not like those dudes in high school who like threaten to leave you if you don't have sex with them or if you are saving yourself and someone wants to pressure you and doesn't want to be with you like that's not what we're saying it was that this listener addressed a problem it was something she wanted to fix like she didn't want to be in pain, but she also wanted that intimacy. She literally made it work, and one of the most important things in the world is like your true like partner relationship. At least to us, that's one of the most important things. And there's not that yeah. there's discounting anything else, but if you love someone that way, to put yourself through that and push through, like you said, resilient, fucking incredible.
1: And Poe thinks so too. He just came
0: up. Yeah, Poe's proud always said get it, girl. get it, girl. if y'all have not seen a picture of toothless poe as morgan's toothless cat he is he's, ridiculous he's so silly he is so silly okay so um is there any other we had one other email however i'm hoping fingers crossed we get her for like an interview type situation
1: yeah i'm thinking that's going to be
0: possible cool 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 so we won't read that and we'll just bring her in to talk to us she's super duper cool woman in a very male dominated field discussing which actually you and i've talked about that episode did come across like we were saying you have to act like a man to get things done and i wasn't wasn't saying that like it was like a why do i have to do this but it does work and it has worked but also why the fuck can't you just be a strong woman? So we have a lot of feelings on that and we've struggled with that so much. Even since the episode, like we just discussed it. Like it was not something we were like successful here. Here's how you do it. We were like, what the fuck? Why is it this way? And we have a listener who is unbelievably intelligent in this majorly male driven field. And we're really hoping to pick her brain, get her advice, see how she stands her ground with a bunch of men. So... Moving on from our very awesome listener episodes. Today, we're going to talk about bachelorette parties. Really like pre-wedding things in general, but I was just on a bachelorette party. It is a very fucking weird phenomenon if you think about it for too long, and we want to talk about it.
1: I want to start with a quick uh, Google search that I did because I was just curious. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was literally five minutes ago. So, I mean, question everything. I believe that. Literally, the website that I got this from is called Museum Hack. I don't know. I just Googled, like, history of bachelorette parties. Mm-hmm. And this is called A Quick and Dirty History of the Bachelorette Party by Carly Hill. Okay. From January 2019. She wrote this. And essentially,. Bachelorette parties come from bachelor parties, which came from, like, stag parties in Europe. Mm-hmm. That's what they call them. That, like, upper-class famous men would throw for their siblings or close friends as kind of like a last hurrah before they get married. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, starting in, like, the early 1920s, you know, men had their bachelor parties... You know, strippers, alcohol, whatever, with all their boyfriends. Uh, and women would have bridal showers, kind of reflective of the gender roles of the time where men were going out and being the money makers and being the sexual beings. Yeah. And women were homemakers. Ugh. So getting women ready to cook and clean... Not that there's anything wrong with that, but just like... No, that, there's not, but bleh. But bleh. Like, oh,
0: you're getting married? You want to be really fun instead of just a really fun night of raging? A crock pot. Yes. <laughs> but not even a crock pot. That would make your life easier because the technology didn't exist. So just like a mop. And right. not a not a <laughs> WAP, just a mop. No, no, no. Just a mop.
1: Not a WAP, just a mop. That's so, it. Dumb. And then, fortunately... In the 60s, the sexual revolution is happening, and women are like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This isn't just for the men. We're going to go out and do sex-themed things, too. Yeah. So, like, 80s, 90s, it became kind of solidified that women also had bachelorette parties
2: mm-hmm.
1: to the men's bachelor parties. The women are still having bridal showers, so they get both. Do they get both? Is one really good? I don't know.
0: Morgan has feelings uh, about showers. Would you like to discuss them? I just don't like
1: bridal showers, you and like I don't baby like baby showers, baby showers. Oh, okay. all of I it. don't. I don't like any of the showers. okay. Baby showers make more sense to me than bridal showers because and and literally this is only if it's your first baby. If you're having a sprinkle or something else for like more than one baby, I disagree with that too. <laughs> the same way that I disagree with bridal showers and I don't know maybe if it's like I feel like because of the time that we're in and the way that people's relationships usually go is you you date you move in together or you get engaged and you move in together whatever those kind of two things happen at a similar time but then you get married I feel like a lot of people a lot of couples are living together before they get married these Mm -hmm. days So, if you're getting by at the home that you share with your fiancé, with your bedding, and your cleaning supplies, and your plates, and your cookware, like, why do I need to buy you something else? Like, what have you been eating off of since you moved in together that I now need to buy you something?
0: Maybe they were combining houses, and they have just, like, the half a set of silverware or whatever else when you get there or like bachelor pad like i moved in with charlie so i have mix match bowls and shit i don't know i i like showers i'm also in a different maybe if you would have asked me like a year ago i would have felt differently but one of the first things i got to go to after lockdown and like everybody started getting vaccinated and opening things up is we went to one of my girlfriend's shower we do we drove like two hours to her shower like a group of us from work yeah and it was a great time i had so much fun but i've been to a lot of showers that aren't that way and i don't know i don't know i mean i it's a weird concept if you think about it that you go to a party with a bunch of people you don't know for someone to like sit there and open presents and you watch yeah but as a bride it does make you feel like very special And you get stuff that you need. Like, I got suitcases and, like, kitchen things my last time I got married. Um, And I got money for my honeymoon the last time because I paid for all that shit myself. So that was awesome. But, like, I don't think I'll do it again this time.
1: I just don't see myself having one. But, like, you wouldn't host it anyways. Like, that would be something, like, Zoe would do. I know. But I would say no. I don't want one.
0: But then you just, like, your older female (laughs) Jewish family members would want to like buy you gifts and come and have tea with you.
1: Right, but that's the whole other thing about weddings is that people make it about themselves when it's not their wedding. Oh, literally all the time. That's why I don't want a wedding. So time. truthfully, if my grandmother wants to come in from Florida to give me, you know, a bullet, <laughs> she's more than welcome. But she can like take you to lunch and give you the bullet. I'd love a brunch hmm. I got one on one. I just like I've been to showers. I just don't like being at one. I mean, it's not like the most fun <laughs> party. I mean, I get where you're coming from there. Additionally, the women. I mean, this is speaking about like men and women getting married to each other. The women have a shower and a bachelorette party. And the men have a bachelor party. There's just like so much less pressure put on the men when it comes to this big life event. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, like I'll have a shower, but my fiance and all of his friends also need to come. Yeah. So see how fucking quick those die out if the men have to be a part of them.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what when Charlie had Parker, because, yeah, you know, they weren't like married and. Like, they didn't do, like, a gender reveal or anything because he didn't want to have a baby. (laughs) But his guy friends, like, he has, like, way more friends. And so his guy friends, I want to say Nate, threw him, like, a huggies and chuggies. So because, like, obviously he didn't really want to have a joint shower with her or celebrate with her, his friends threw him, like, a legit dude-based party and got him presents.
1: See, when it's, like, a first baby, I get... The ne- it's like totally from scratch mm-hmm. brand new human coming into the world needs things yeah it's overwhelming th- it takes a village to raise a child the friends and family aren't gonna be involved great yeah they're boring as shit and I don't care how many centimeters your belly is mm-hmm. please stop wrapping gifts and stop reading cards out loud is my advice <laughs> these are two things do? that have pissed me off okay you can't just sit there and unwrap paper open a card read it and everyone go oh 45 times I mean do I think it needs to be something different yes yeah. but like
0: also like I threw I threw I've thrown two showers in the past year-ish so right before COVID I threw my sister's wedding shower but she didn't want to open presents, but then she like had all this booze, and then she didn't want to do games. I was like, "So you're not gonna open presents? You're not? You don't want to play games?" But she gave in on the games part. I was like, "I don't I don't know what what to do." I was like, "I don't, and don't have one." <laughs> well, but she wanted one. Oh no, no, don't. Give this, this was she wanted, like a you she have. She wanted to. the stuff. Yeah, she wanted the stuff, and she wanted the party, but then she didn't want to do the traditional stuff, and then I was like, "What the fuck do we do for a couple hours on a yeah. Saturday afternoon?" Cause it's not like it's a raging party time and you, like, go out afterwards. Like, it's no, like, you're a
1: fucking... Grandparents, like, the every woman in the family shows up. Yeah, well, that's what we threw the friend
0: one and because my sister's mother-in-law, I guess, threw her family one.
1: See, it just gets so fucking convoluted and everyone gets spread so thin. hmm And it's really a stressful experience just to be a guest or a wedding party member these days, especially now when people are doing like two weddings. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm, I am not a part of it and I'm going to a bunch of weddings coming up and I'm thrilled to just like be a guest at the wedding. Like I will show up, I will cut you a check. I will drink your liquor and I will dance to your music and have a great time. Yeah. I'll stay at your hotel. It's going to be great. I want no responsibility.
0: Yeah, I'm in both the weddings I have coming up, although I did just get to go to a girlfriend from work's wedding, mm, like beginning of April, had a fucking great time. And it had been so long since I got to go to a wedding and I was not in the wedding. Like, I could yeah. not remember the last time I got to go to a wedding and I wasn't in it. Right. And I had a blast. I had such a good time. Like, I just showed up right before the ceremony. It was all yep. my ER friends, ha- drank. Uh, Charlie wasn't invited to she, she had to cut out dates for all the COVID stuff and he came and picked my drunk ass up and I had a blast it was so much fun I love celebrating people that's why it's hard for me on the showers is like is it weird yeah but I'm also in the south so like even if they stop being a thing you know it would take another hundred years for us to stop doing it like it's just the polite thing to do that makes you feel special like no one the showers are going nowhere and I do enjoy celebrating people but it's an awkward like I feel like we could do a really cool brunch and then not have to play the games not open presents and then it's just like a celebratory brunch like I think we could do it better
1: why isn't it one thing hear me out okay I'm listening invite me sh- on the
0: bachelorette party is that
1: what you're saying no <laughs>
0: <laughs> fuck no if we went to Napa are you shitting me can you imagine
1: Suze she's I'm not picking Suze Sue's ass up off the fucking winery floor. Sue's would probably be more fun than Savannah. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. If it does have to be a woman thing, which I reject wholeheartedly. Okay. Because we are both living in the house. So why do I have to sit here and get gawked at awkwardly or gawk at someone else awkwardly in a room full of people that I barely know? Oh, yeah. I feel that. When they don't have to deal with it and they can just, you know, get grinded on by strippers one night and then that's their wedding celebrations until the actual day. Yeah. Okay. So I reject the whole thing. I reject it. (laughs) You
0: ready to go into bachelorette parties? Sure. Okay. Morgan's only bachelorette party was my bachelorette party that she threw for me. That was so much fun. We had a great time. That was literally the highlight of getting married the last time. Almost (laughs) worth the divorce. Not quite, but almost. Yep. She threw me a lingerie shower, like the day of my bachelorette party. We didn't go anywhere because I was like the last of my friends to get married and nobody could go anywhere. So Morgan flew in, but Morgan spent like the whole week with me, which was probably one of the best parts because we hadn't gotten to spend that much time like alone together in so long.
1: Yeah, it was great. We had a good time. The weather was good. We had a fun hotel room. Oh, yeah. You got that rooftop room. It was so fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, It was awesome. It was
0: awesome. I got really fucked up. I acted like a security guard was a military member. And yeah. um tried to give him 20 bucks and thank him for her service after I took the $20 <laughs> from Morgan. Yep. I said, thank you that for your happen. service. And then Laura took the $20 back and gave it back to <laughs> me. And... I we passed out in a shower. I did. We being Stephanie <laughs> with my nipple pasties on. Yeah. Um. What else? Ha- oh, I threw up in the street while yep. y- y'all were getting cookout out. Yep. Um. What else happened? Oh, I just like by the end of the night. Like I guess even though everyone goes in their bachelorette party here, I decided that like I own this fucking town, <laughs> and I would just go up to a bar and order a Patron and a Diet Coke. And, like, sometimes you guys came and paid for them, and, like, sometimes no one did. Yeah. Like, sometimes I just went and ordered (laughs) it, and I just fucking bounced. I don't know how it happened. I don't know how I got away with that. The balls I had. Yeah. Well, Patron will give you those. Big balls. Big Patron ball energy.
1: We had a great time. Mm Mm-hmm. And just like all girls' trips, I think, Are fun. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's why I said. But it's fun when it's you know about one person and they have all their people there that they want to celebrate with their kind of last moments of being single. Mm -hmm. And I can appreciate the bachelorette party, the bachelor party, in ways that I certainly cannot appreciate the wedding shower. Yeah. I like how people are doing them a little differently now. Like, I have a friend who just had, like, a lunch with her girlfriends. Like, casual. Everyone get together and, like, throw some beads on and be cute. Um, I saw in Lancaster City at this bar that I actually really like. I saw this group of, like, 20 girls all in, like, fancy wigs. Mm Mm-hmm outside sitting outside on a nice day together which was I assume a bachelorette party or a birthday party or something that's cute being in this area I live kind of close to Atlantic City and I've gone there a couple times just like for a weekend Mm -hmm. to be trashed and trashy and we see bachelorette (laughs) parties there all the time those are cute that'd
0: be fun we we did for my book club I I think I talked about this already we did a bachelorette party we got an Airbnb and we bought her like bachelorette party gifts but like they were like sex books like someone (laughs) got her the bridgerton like some of the bridgerton series um i got her a cum rag and like a sex positions book (laughs) and then some of the other girls got them then we went through the sex position books and like laughed our asses off we got really drunk we ate like penis shaped cookies like it was just like the best slumber party ever i had the most fun and the girls have already asked me like about doing one for me and I would absolutely love it. That sounds perfect. Yeah, like a, just a summer party. That or like I don't know. Like like I've said, I've had some 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 of my friends reach out. I think now like you haven't even really gone on bachelorette parties, whereas my friends haven't now stopped going for five years and now they have money. So now they're like, where the fuck are we going? Yeah. I would love to do like a really chill girls trip. Or not not chill in that like I don't need it to be the all about me Hoorah. I can handle the Dick's related paraphernalia, but it's not like everybody pay for my stuff. I'm like, I'll buy my own flights. I'll pay part of the hotel. I just want to go on a cool trip with my girlfriends and, you know, like go do fun shit and
2: have
1: an excuse to go see everybody. I think what's cool about these now is like being our age is... Being friends with people who have gone through it like the quote unquote traditional way. Mm-hmm. And then hearing from them like what they would have done differently and being mature enough to take it as advice. Yeah. And like listen to them. Yeah. And also. Like, I wish I hadn't spent $5,000 on a cake. Yeah. Like noted.
0: <laughs> exactly. Because who gives a shit or the invitations like literally some people put them on their fridge. Otherwise they all go in the garbage. Yeah. You think anyone gives two fucks? Absolutely it's not enough for you to spend more than two hundred dollars. No. Not not enough to spend thousands (laughs) of dollars. I mean, that's just it's fucking nuts. I will like I will say that it is pretty, but I'm not detail oriented, so I don't respect things like that. Like they probably are respected by some people.
1: You know? I would rather get an E Vite than an ugly paper invitation <laughs> i would rather get an e-vite and you have an open bar right yeah
0: right or have like really good food
1: i like invitations and i think that stems from how fun it was with my mom planning my bat mitzvah yeah it's and so i just vividly remember like picking out my invites
0: it's so wild to me because i have always thought you would have this like big crazy elaborate wedding because of like what I heard about your bat mitzvah and then not even necessarily you, like you like to have a good time. So I knew it'd be fun, but I was expecting, I guess because of Cheryl really is I was expecting extravagant. Yeah. And so now that you're like, no, I want chill. I'm like, how, is, how is Cheryl going to do chill? I can't, ima- I can't see it. It's so hard for me. Like I can't picture it. <laughs> I can't wait. I'll be there with fucking bells on. Yeah. But I just can't imagine Cheryl being mother of the bride at a chill ceremony. Like, it's hard for me to wrap my mind around. I can't wait to see it.
1: It'll be interesting. It will be interesting. I like the idea of learning from other people's mistakes. Fuck yeah. And I like the idea of remembering every part of your bachelorette party or weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen a lot of people do these like smaller girls trips. A girl that I went to college with just went somewhere in Arizona and they like hiked during the day and drank wine at night. It was like four of them together. It looked really fun. And then another girlfriend of mine is in her friend's wedding and they just did like a blowout weekend in Miami.
0: It's a very different vibe.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's what I basically just did. So yeah. you ready? You ready for some stories from this fucking weekend? Yep. Born ready. Okay. So my sister, my middle sister's getting married. Well, okay. She's already married, <laughs> but she's redoing it. But like to the same person, COVID. She last time we were supposed to go somewhere. I can't remember like maybe the beach or something. I don't know. Anyways, we went to Scottsdale, which is like the new Nashville. It seems like, except for the club scene. There is unlike anything it's ever fucking seen in my life. Wow. Cause I've never been clubbing like in Vegas, but I'm guessing this is like what it's like. I mean, just elaborate table service everywhere. Women in straight lingerie are your bartenders, like naked women. That thing where people carry each other out like mini motorcycles or they pop out of cakes. <laughs> like, that's what that's like their Tuesday, okay? Like, they <laughs> it's fucking insane. Wow. So we went to Scottsdale and I will say like overall, it was really, really cool. I'm going back in September for my girlfriend, Laura's bachelorette party. I also think I'll go a little bit better because all those girls are like our age and they just have a little bit more money and just be easier. But this one, there was nine of us. We had a shit ton of fun the first night. So we landed, we went to this cool place, got wine, got wine drunk, went to the house. We had a pool at our Airbnb, sat by the pool and got more wine drunk and drank Tito's and lemonade. Fucking great, had a blast. Uh, again these motherfuckers are 24 years old yeah so we went out at 11 their time which is 1 a.m here that's when i went out quite different (laughs) quite different than my geriatric ass okay yeah but um i was having a good time though so i was drunk so i was fine i wasn't like hammered, but i was i was pretty buzzed so i was having fun and i we went to this we were in line at one club. It was a pretty long line. And then Rachel. Rachel's my sister's Morgan. So, like, her best friend since they were kids. She's her Jew. And also one of my very favorite humans on the planet. I love her so fucking much. Me too, um, I love Rachel.
1: I'm yeah. obsessed with her.
0: Me too. And that was one of the... I was just so excited to hang out with her. And a couple girls that, like, I helped raise, basically. Because mm-hmm. I nanny my sisters came this weekend. So, that was a little weird getting fucked up. I'll get into this further with them. But... I enjoyed seeing all of them. Like I said, I've raised these kids. So it's weird partying with them, but I love spending time with them. I do love all of them very much. But Rachel literally comes over with this big dick-ass energy. It's like, let's roll. We're like 20 people deep in this line. Brings us over to this other club, skips the line, walks straight up to the bouncer, gets all nine of us in. (laughs) in her large dick there, okay? Just like straight into this club. And I go in. Again, I've been dancing and partying and... Those kind of things. i have never been somewhere like this, and I go in and I was like, "I'll buy the first round of shots because it's my sister's bachelorette. I'm the oldest sister, whatever." Yeah. Bought all the shots. It was like two hundred dollars for eight shots. Yeah. Um, and God. then I went went to the bathroom, came back, and Rachel had already gotten us into some bachelor party's table. <laughs> And like how this table worked it was kind of cool. It's actually right next to the bathroom. Like they had like the table at the bottom and then these like stadium seating things up above it. So I'm the oldest person there and I'm engaged. And none of these, these men were like Charlie's age, but none of these do want anything to do with me when there's a bunch of 24 year olds. You know what I mean? Right. And so my happy ass walks up to the bath. I already had a drink. I have a Diet Coke. I go up to the back of the table and I'm dancing up top, having a great time. No, I get left alone other than the gay brother who came to like talk to me for a second. But all the other guys are hitting on my cute little single girls I have there. <laughs> so I get to drink their booze and whatever else I want <laughs> without having to do anything. Great setup. Yeah. So saying having a good time. Then Anna, who is one of my sister's best friends, her mom and my mom are best friends. Like she's family, essentially. She's like, sissy, since you bought us all shots, I want to buy you a shot. And she's pretty drunk. She also, let me tell you, Anna is, looks like she lives there. She looks like L.A. She's blonde. She's skinny. So, so skinny. Tiny. She's wearing like a Kardashian style dress. It's like a bandage dress that barely covers her (laughs) nether regions. She looks great, but that's what I'm working with here. So her and I go to a bar and we come, we're coming back to like where the girls are um, dancing and I'm holding in his hand. She's walking behind me and she gets pulled into a table these guys immediately that she get pulled into like hair on the back of my neck stands up yeah i'm like fuck i don't want to be here this is bad and she's too drunk to be like to have a reasonable conversation with
1: right right right
0: and then when we get up in this table i mean not surrounded but there's like a lot of them and the only one who says anything to me made a comment about me coming up into the table with a ring on and I was like, um, you just pulled my friend off the dance floor into this table and I'm not going to leave yeah. her here alone with you. So yes, I have a ring on like, fuck off. Yeah. And so I'm like, "Anna, we got to go, but I can't be a bitch because I'm surrounded by these men. You, any girls listening to the podcast, you know, that situation where you are like trying to get out, but you can't cause a scene because like you might not be safe. Yeah. And. I'm trying to convince her. She's like Luba, which is her mother. It would be at like, Luba. We so disappointed in you. I'm like, no, Luba would what my ass if I left you alone here. That's what Luba would yeah. fucking do. <laughs> and so they have all these tables have their own naked waitress. Basically, she's just in lingerie, their own yeah. naked bartender. So I'm trying to convince her to leave. I have not been there more than a minute or two. And the like bartender hands us two drinks. And I'm like. Alright, fine. I'll take I'll take a drink. Like, I already paid $200 for eight shots. I would prefer not to pay for any more drinks tonight. Yeah. So, I take it. It's a vodka crayon. And I'm sitting there talking. And I'm trying to convince... I Like I said, I didn't talk to a single fucking dude there. None of them wanted anything to do with me. They're all talking to Anna. They're all creepy. There's guys up behind Anna's head, like, humping like this. Ew. Yeah, like, they're just
1: gross dudes, right? And... Bachelor parties should be banned and bachelorette parties should be mandatory.
0: Exactly. Because men are trash.
1: Yeah. Oh, just wait.
0: It gets worse. Um,
1: Tell. I don't like it.
0: Yeah. And so we're there. I'm trying to convince Anna to go. I've had a couple sips of this drink. And then all of a sudden, like, I can tell something's wrong. Oh, fuck. And so I'm like, oh, shit. And I can't remember If I like grab Anna's hand and I was like, fuck it, and I just like bailed. Yeah. Or if I bailed and then Anna's like, where the fuck are you going? And followed me. Yeah. But I remember because like I said, my sister's like the party, the bachelor party they're at, like up above dancing, like Savannah's up. I can see her up at the roof dancing. Yeah. Is like next to the bathroom. So I'm like making a beeline towards them. I look back, Anna's following me. So she's at least not at that table alone right and i go straight to the bathroom so i was like maybe i'm gonna get sick i can't tell what's wrong like what the fuck? and i was like okay we've been here for like i would say like an hour and a half and i've had two shots and a diet coke and then a couple yeah. sips of this like i'm fine i was fine i get in the bathroom immediately not okay like yeah. that i try to throw up i get the spins i have to sit down i can't move I can barely like keep my eyes open enough to like look at my phone. Like, I'm just not okay. Unbeknownst to me, hmm. Again, I'm in a toilet stall, literally thinking I'm dying, fucking yeah. terrified. And then in my head, I'm going, oh, fuck. I
1: where's just got Anna?
0: drugged. Where yeah. Anna? exactly? Where's Anna? Yeah. And I'm like, because they didn't drug me to get to me, they didn't know we were in a bigger party they drugged me to get anna yeah and so i'm terrified and i can't communicate with anyone and then unbeknownst to me anna made it back to the table i think they i'm pretty sure they said that one of those creepiest dudes like came up with her originally and she was like come on guys like go to this table there's so much more fun and have better drinks and the girl's like no yeah and then sierra's like where's stephanie and she's like, she's back at this table with these fun guys. Like, come on. And here, hearing the story, I'm like, you thought I was like, fuck my sister's bachelorette party. Yeah. I'm going to chill with these dudes over here at their table. Okay. Anyway. That sounds like you. Exactly. <laughs> and so, again, I'm in the bathroom with the spins, thinking I'm dying and that Anna's being sex trafficked. <laughs> and what a combo. Yeah, it's really fun. So then they all decide because Anna said that I was back at this table to go with her. So they follow Anna, let's say like five steps, they said. And then Anna looks at Sierra and goes, Where are we going? Oh my God. And Sierra's like, Turn the fuck around. Sierra's like, What the fuck, Anna? You're taking us to the table you wanted to go to where Stephanie is. She goes, Where's Stephanie? And she's like, what the fuck, Anna? Where do you mean we're Stephanie? You just said to go to this table and that's where Stephanie is. What do you mean you don't know where Stephanie is? Well, then Savannah got mad at Sierra for yelling at Anna. Did Savannah give two shits I was missing? No. Did any of them concern about where I am? No. Um, But Savannah starts screaming at Sierra about yelling at Anna and said to not make it about her. Like, don't make this all about you.
1: Oh my God.
0: Which you know That's
1: always the move.
0: Yeah, and it's like Sierra's like and I'm sitting here, I'm like, Sierra was the only one who noticed I'm missing, and then was upset when she realized Anna wasn't taking me her to me, who's missing. But then you know Sierra when she gets angry.
1: Yeah, I'm sure that she responded really diplomatically. <laughs> <laughs> Sierra fucking bolts and leaves the club. <laughs> <laughs> text
0: text says to send the address and she's gonna walk home this is like a 10 minute uber drive away okay yeah. this is not a walkable situation i don't know any of this is going on because i can't fucking read my phone plus i was trying to text charlie and i can only read parts of what he's saying i can't text him back really so no one knows where i am still yeah and i feel like it's been a long time that no one's found me or realized i'm missing so Sierra storms off. Well, then all of these fucking bitches leave the club without me.
1: Oh, my God.
0: They all go outside. And then they text me. And they're like, I, and Savannah's like, I don't know how this blew up and turned everybody yelling at each other. But like, I want to leave. In this like group text she made. And everybody's like, okay, yeah. And they're like, Stephanie, where are you? Come out. And like, they all text me. And then like, I somehow managed to text, I can't. That's the only legible thing you can see in what I can text. And they're like, Okay, and now if, like we can't come get you, get your shit together and get outside. And I'm like, I'm not some degenerate 20-year-old. Yeah. If I say I can't, something's probably pretty wrong. Yeah. I would think. I mean, you would think. You would also never let me fucking go missing for that long. Oh my god. You wouldn't. Like you would literally burn the club down before you would let me be listen- missing for 15 minutes. And so then they're texting me. They're like, "Where are you?" They're like, "Stephanie, come out. It's fucking come outside like whatever well I, I don't have them in front of me but like basically get th- your get your ass outside yeah and i'm like something's wrong something happened in bathroom back like that is yeah. the most coherent thing i could text because i'm literally the world is spinning i try to stand up world spinning but i'm not so drunk like i'm not so drunk not, that i don't know like mentally what's going on yeah like i just physically can't see and i can't stand And I do think there's a chance that I like lost consciousness for a minute, like sitting on the toilet. I don't know, I've never felt like I did that night. Yeah. And so I'm like, you don't understand, I can't, like I'm scared, whatever. So then Sierra who had, you know, marched her ass off to walk back to the Airbnb somehow, comes back, comes up to the bouncer like, hey, I have to go get my sister, they won't let her in. She causes a scene, she's like, look at these text messages, she's not okay, she finally comes in. Y'all, I'm 5'10", my baby sister, is five foot even at most at most she comes back into the bathroom at this point since they the first text message when they left it's been 30 minutes so i've been in the bathroom probably an hour yeah no one knows where i am and so sierra comes back there comes to get me opens the door she's crying like sissy i'm so sorry we lost you i'm so sorry it took so long to get to you like we had to get the bouncer to let us back in i'm so sorry i'm so sorry and I'm, like, telling her, I'm, like, where's Anna? Like, I'm so scared. Like, I got drugged. Like, Anna probably got drugged. And they're, like, Anna's already home. I was, like, what do you mean Anna's already home? They're, like, yeah, all of them left. It's just me and Savannah still here. I was, like, what, you got you guys left when you didn't know where I was? Yeah. And so, Sierra, again, carries me outside. Savannah's out there. They're clearly angry at each other. I was, like, Sierra, yeah. call Charlie and so she did and tell him I was safe. But because I couldn't text him, he's like, I didn't even know anything was wrong. I just thought you were drunk. He's like, I yeah. had no idea you were fucking missing. He's like, I didn't even think to be worried because you're with eight other girls. Yeah. He's like, I figured you were fine. And so we get in the car. They get me home. Sierra so offered to do my skincare routine when I got home. And I was <laughs> too dizzy to even like let her do it. So I just went to bed. I woke up in the morning and I was hung over. But I also felt like foggy brained. Yeah. I am 99% sure I got drugged and it was fucking terrifying yeah also, it sounds it also hurt my feelings quite a bit yeah that uh no one realized i was missing for quite a while i see did apologize like i'm sorry i'm sorry like i like i left and i was angry like i the whole reason i got in this fight with anna was because of you and you being missing and we thought you were fine because she told us you were fine savannah i like brought up. i was like hey like it did kind of hurt my feelings she's like oh my god stop being dramatic you were gone for like 10 minutes and the only other time i brought it up on the trip she said the same thing she's like oh my god like shut up you're being so dramatic and i'm like savannah was gone for like an hour and i got drugged yeah <laughs> and she's like whatever stephanie so we have not talked about it but like literally just rushed me the fuck off
1: uh. this is bringing like horrible flashbacks of junior and senior year of college living with four other girls
0: it was, yeah, it was rough. It was scary. And then that whole day, I feel just weird. And I didn't drink. We I had rented a cabana at this pool, like a banana day bed, and went to the pool to drink. And again, I got like my feelings hurt. And I was just fucking terrified. I was like, oh my god, like what if that happens again tonight? I need to be like more sober tonight. And make sure nobody fucking goes missing again. Yeah. And so we did like cabana pool all day. I had dinner reservations. Savannah decided two hours before God love her that she didn't want to go there anymore. So we ordered food in. <laughs> My God. And then um, we just like partied at the house until like midnight. And then we went out to a bar. We actually had a really great time. One of Rachel's friends was there for a bachelor party and got us into this way nicer club. Had a blast. That was fine. I just got tipsy, not hammered. It was a good time. Overall, Scottsdale's awesome. I would not go there with people in the like their young 20s again. Yeah. And that part was really hard, and you know, I I would have never taken that drink if it wasn't for my bartender. And I don't ever put my drink down, but my guess is like while I was talking to Anna, I wasn't like guarding my drink. I was just like holding it talking to her. So either the bartender fucking drugged me or I else said and drugging me. Or, like, while I was talking, something got slipped in my drink. And I just feel like I needed to talk about it on here because, like, I, I know how to go out. Like, I know how to be responsible. I didn't take a drink from a stranger like like these dudes. I don't know. And I still got drugged. And the thing that's really scary for me is, well, A, you guys have listened to this podcast. You know my past and what I've been through. And the, I, I don't lose control of my body majorly because of that yeah and like I never you know like I don't get so drunk that I don't have any control my body and then I'm like oh my god what if all that would have kicked in and I was like on the dance floor what if I like had to sit down at that table because I couldn't function anymore so that was a little scary and so if you go on a bachelor party please keep a head count and watch out for your friends
1: well, I mean that goes without saying for everything, and I mean this is the same kind of bullshit that when I was in my early twenties would happen with my girlfriends going out in you know Philly. Yeah. Not so much um, like a you know a very s- select group of like creepy dudes, but there's always a weirdo. Hmm.
2: Um.
1: There's always someone who wants to stay out longer than everyone else, and always someone who wants to leave before everyone else. Yeah. Always a fight if it's if it's all women. Yeah, usually tears. Someone always gets mad at someone else.
0: Oh yeah, there's that whole dynamic of like the girls who don't know everybody else, and everybody else does know everybody else. And then like like at our bachelorette party, Savannah was jealous because Rachel, who's been her friend since she was like tw- like again, she's her her Morgan, and then one of Savannah's college friends, Savannah hooked them up, and now they're really close and moving in together. And Savannah's all butthurt about that. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so there was that. There's always, like, tears and. I
1: just don't miss being that age.
0: I don't either. You could not pay me to go back to being 23. No.
1: Couldn't pay me enough. And. (sighs) (laughs) That's one of the. That's, like, another thing that. Either these girls are going to romanticize it. Which it seems like they're doing based off of social media. Yeah. They're going to romanticize it and then it's going to be a fond memory because that's how they keep painting it. Mm-hmm. Or hopefully they fucking learn from it. Yeah. And do something a little more chill because what's important when you're married, when you keep, when you're keeping your independence, is it getting grinded on by sweaty dudes who drug people
2: mm-hmm.
1: or is it like having quality time with your closest friends? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it would not be. You know, I thought about doing if I wanted to do Vegas for my bachelorette party or whatever we do, and I was like, no, I want to like go like you said. I want to go hang out with my friends. I want to go have like a bottle of tequila, a bottle of Tito's, and then we go sit on a dr- on a beach and drink and talk. Yeah, and chill. And I guess that's probably a lot to do with our age. And I mean, I had fun, don't get me wrong. I did some stupid shit. I like, I mean, I didn't luckily, I got lucky. I didn't have to fuck around with any dudes to get any money. I also, Charlie sent me with his car and he's like, here, that way dudes don't have to buy you drinks. So he bought my drinks yeah, right I there. And I mean, I I had fun and I loved to dance, but that is a very hard scene. Like you said, I do not miss being in my early 20s. And I wouldn't go do that again without people I je- and I also haven't been out with people I don't trust in so long
1: yeah when it's just like a hodgepodge of people
0: yeah i'm like oh my god my my er friends my close girlfriends like the bachelorette party i was so fucked up with my bachelorette party completely my own doing not drunk. Yeah. and <laughs> you guys would have never let me go missing nor would you let it be, let each other go missing but we were older yeah you know we were 26 27 mm, 26. but I don't know it was it was wild Scottsdale was cool it was a different experience but when I was there like you said I I don't miss being my early 20s I hope y'all make good fucking choices and take care of each other like you're supposed to use the buddy system don't be fucking morons and be careful I mean it's not fair that we have to watch our drinks and stuff but like you do
1: I went to a strip club for my friend's birthday years ago and literally, and she was already, like, blacked out drunk. She was having a good time. And a dude was trying to talk to her. hmm And she wasn't really having it. And I literally saw him put something in her drink. So I took her drink away. hmm And then she got mad at me for taking her drink away because she was too drunk to, like, realize... What was happening. ...what had happened. mm mm-hmm. uh, That's always, like, a frustrating... When you're like, I'm doing what's right for you. I'm doing what's best for you. And the person's, like, too fucked up to recognize it until, like, the next day.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm like, when you're going to feel like such a dick tomorrow. Yeah. The amount of times I've had to say that after being yep. to an alcoholic. You're yep. going to feel like the biggest asshole tomorrow. <laughs> yep. But, I mean, I don't know. It was it was fun. I feel like doing having such drastic bachelorette parties back to back. Like, when I went from my book club where we got drunk. But we like joked around about like sex stuff and ate snacks and had a slumber party. Yeah, so much more enjoyable. Yeah, than that clusterfuck. Which I mean, again, we had a good time. It was just, it was an experience. <laughs> like you said, it's, like they all. I mean, I hope they learned something because like, I, but I don't think you would post what went bad on a bachelorette party on Instagram. But I do hope no. they learned something. I hope they don't let their friends go missing
1: yeah you know who knows it also blows my mind like get the fuck out here like get your shit together (laughs) like Like, you you would have just gone off and like drank a bottle of vodka by yourself in like a corner somewhere
0: yeah i'm like do you not know like you're my sisters yeah like i feel like anyone who is close to me if i said i can't get out somewhere you blair my other friend Morgan like any of my work friends you know like any of my close girlfriends like Whitney Emily would be like fucking burn down the bar somebody <laughs> like something's wrong she would yeah. never do this shit to us she would never separate from us and leave us yeah I'm not the girl who's gonna go home with somebody on a bachelorette trip no I'm not that girl like none of my girlfriends would be like get your ass out here it's crazy isn't it also weird to think about like I sometimes I think my sisters know me better than anyone and then sometimes I realize I'm like oh my god you guys don't know me at all because
1: you're so yeah, much yeah but that also me. comes with like you know are you sisters or are you friends yeah and their friends are their friends yeah and I'm very close with my sister too mm-hmm. and we have gone on trips together not like that but just like little sister vacations and things like that and it's fun mm-hmm but my, she doesn't know what I'm like when I'm out. Yeah. I don't know what she's like when she's out with yeah. friends. Yeah.
0: We just don't know. And I and I guess that's also something I didn't think about is like I have picked up Savannah drunk plenty. Like I've taken care of her when she's drunk, but like they've never really seen me that drunk. Yeah. You know, and they don't go out with me. And I, we just have very different friends. Like my friends are very
1: different than her friends. Well, she's the first one of her friends getting married, mm-hmm. probably, or at least one of them. Yeah, she's, like, the second in their, like, high school crew. I mean, Savannah's, like, she still hangs out
0: with her high school friends. She's, like, very popular in high school. Yeah. You know, and then, like, she had more of high school friends go to a bachelorette party. She had two college friends go, which was my first time meeting them, too. You know, like, right. I'd never met them before. So, I don't know. It was uh, it was an experience, The most important, I mean, the most important part to me was that Savannah had a good time, and she did. I definitely have some issues that need to be addressed, but I was waiting till after the bachelorette party, so. Yeah. There's that. But, you know, I mean, it was just a wild experience. I felt very old, and also, like, holy
1: shit. Yeah. So. I feel like a lot of girls that are young brides Mm -hmm. get wrapped up in the whole, like, this is about me and it's not about anyone else mindset. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And in some ways, you know, your wedding, yeah, it's about you and your spouse, and it's not really about anyone else.
2: hmm
1: But you can't force 10 people on a vacation where they're taking time off of work, flying, driving, spending a ton of their own money, and spending more money once they get there to keep everyone drunk or fed. Mm-hmm. And act like it's all about you when you know it's not <laughs> yeah it was
0: i mean i again i wanted to make her feel special and loved and she was but at the same time i don't know i feel like there's
1: balance i mean that's with, with everything
0: mm-hmm.
1: i feel like it always with us comes back to balance finding mm-hmm. a balance
0: yeah like make again making things work like you can make your friend feel special or you can have a bachelorette party feel special without it being a giant fucking clusterfuck
1: i don't know i feel like if you're the cut type of person going for the like big club scene bachelorette party and you're having you know seven to twelve girls in one place with alcohol involved there's gonna be drama there is there always is yeah i
0: agree So that's what, honestly, maybe it's because we're old, but we endorse the more chill after (laughs) I party. Or if you're going to go out in a big group,
1: buddy system, communicate. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's always that one person that just gets too shit faced and the person who feels like they have to take care of that person or whoever else is too drunk. Yeah. And it's just something that I was very done with by the time I was 25. Yeah. That's true. And it was something that I stopped doing on my weekends with my friends. So I was like, this is just making me feel like shit for 48 hours because now my hangovers are lasting longer because I'm getting older.
2: hmm
1: And... I would literally rather, like, stay home and watch a movie or read or have a one-on-one time with a friend instead of yeah. dealing with all of this bullshit and eventual drama throughout the night because no one can just keep their shit together.
0: Yeah. It was an experience for sure. Although I do love penis paraphernalia. I think that's shit's Oh, big hilarious. fan
1: of all the dick stuff.
0: Yeah. That makes me laugh. It's so funny. Like. I had a penis cake in mine that Sierra even put like these like chocolate sprinkles on the testicles, and it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, we had a good time. Um, and then like book club, we had all kinds of like Morgan ordered this. Um, it was like a cake, but then you know like you have like cake toppers for like a birthday. Yeah, it was like the most realistic looking dick topper, like a fondant oh dick, but like veiny so real it was (laughs) it was wild but i don't know i think so that kind of stuff it's funny charlie went on a bachelor party and they went to fucking mexico and like went deep sea fishing and on a yacht for a day went to clubs and i was like that sounds way more fun
1: there was only four dudes
0: and they had a great time
1: I, yeah, I think the number of people is key too. Like for your bachelorette party, Savannah and Sierra were there in the hotel for like the pregame,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and they then they were too young, so they left. Mm-hmm. And then I think, did you have a pregnant friend yeah. at the time?
0: Yeah, I think I think Emily might have been. No, I don't know if she was pregnant. She's a mom, I think. But like she couldn't stay. But she
1: no, she wasn't pregnant because she got drunk. She just had to leave. She left a little earlier. Mm -hmm. I mean, even without Savannah and Sierra, I think what were there like five or six of us. Mm -hmm. I think so. Like only four of us, I think, spent the night. It was you, yeah. There were four of us in the hotel, and
0: Whitney. Yeah, are the ones who spent the night. And I felt like, and then Rachel was there earlier in the evening. My sisters were there, and then they left after we went to play. And um, so, yeah, we went from, like, we had, like, seven or eight for dinner, and then it dwindled down to, like, five or six of us going out. Yeah. It was, was like, that was a good number, I thought. And it was really easy. But, yeah, I mean, bachelor <sighs> parties are fucking insane. Yeah. The is nuts. You're, like, put all these women together who don't know each other. Like, this one I'm going in September. I love Laura so much. There's probably 20 fucking people going, because she just has a fuck ton of friends. And it's going to be a lot
1: it's gonna be yeah. crazy see that like does not even, that does not sound fun to me yeah
0: and i don't know them but laura didn't know anybody at mine and she had a blast but we'll see it's gonna be an experience again but i also feel like they're all of them are older so i'm at least not gonna get drugged and left at a bar yeah but we'll see that's fucking
1: crazy yeah men are disgusting men are pigs they're horrible God. i know
0: so that was my weekend
1: Well, just know next time, be rude. You're in public. There's people around. Turn and run when the fucking hair on the back of your neck goes up.
0: I should have just fucking left. I told Anna the next night, I was like, I'll leave you. Yeah. I'm not putting myself in a shitty situation again because you won't fucking listen. Yeah. Like, I felt like I was your older sister, and I'm not. It's you're, you're, you know, 23 years old. If you want to make stupid choices, make stupid choices. Yeah. But, But yeah, that was it
1: what a wild ride
0: yeah like i enjoy celebrating people i miss celebrating people that part of weddings and bachelorette parties i fucking love uh i didn't miss the drama sure as shit didn't, that was my first time getting drugged remember when my ex-husband got drugged when somebody tried to drug me and i lost i tell you that story where i lost him for like yeah. hours and he was like it found woods in the middle of murphy's bro yeah. that yeah. was nuts that was my first
1: time i got drugged it just goes to show that everything gets ruined yeah <laughs> everything is capable of being destroyed
2: yeah
1: oh it's all simulation and the world is is just not we're just ants on a rock yeah i mean fuck it (laughs) things things get a lot easier when you just think about it like that yeah i would love love to hear from our listeners some good
0: bachelorette party stories preferably i hope none of you have been drugged before but if you have and you have a good story not I mean if you need to talk about a super sad story you can but like if you have like a funny good story about bachelorette parties i would love to hear it or just like I the do. i feel like people probably have
1: nutso stories oh
0: yeah or just like the being a bridesmaid like that whole process that's why i said i'm not gonna do it again i'm not gonna do it to my friends i'm not gonna do it to my sisters like no I'm not doing it like if you can come fucking great awesome if you are invited to my second wedding i love the ever loving shit out of you yeah you don't need to buy the dress i tell you to buy
1: It is so weird. It's a weird process.
0: Yeah. And then it's like a competition of who's better friends. Yeah.
1: Mm. Women are so horrible to each other. Why? 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 I don't know. I've been saying for the past, like, I don't even know how many years that if I do a wedding in any, like, traditional way, I would just have Zoe as, like, the person. I have one sister. It's easy. Works out perfectly. Mm -hmm. Go pick out a black dress. Yeah. whatever i don't know whatever actually whatever dress i don't care (laughs) it's only you wear whatever the fuck you want it's just you
0: you don't have to coordinate with anyone yeah yeah you know just don't wear white literally whatever else just not white
1: there was this girl on tiktok for the longest time i wonder if she's actually married yet i honestly wouldn't be surprised if she came on and was like the wedding fell through we didn't get married she was like curating bridesmaids dresses for months and months and months and months she had this vision in her head and she'd be like, okay, so this is my vision and like pop it up on the screen. Mm-hmm. And then would be like, and this is what I found. And it was like all a series of bridesmaids dresses and they would pop up every so often on my like for you page. And I'm like, this bitch still is looking for bridesmaids dresses. I could not tell you. Who fucking cares?
0: Yeah, No one pays attention. Yeah. I mean, you know how little I cared about my last wedding. I didn't want to have my last wedding anyways. Like, I didn't want a wedding. I had no, I had no intention of having pink in my wedding. I didn't want colors. And then you guys tried on dresses and I was like, oh, nude does not look good on y'all. That's not fair. <laughs> You're my three favorite humans on the planet. And I'm not gonna put you in a dress that's not flattering. So I changed my wedding colors so that you guys could all wear a color that looked good on you. That's how Same. little I gave a shit. <laughs> I was like, they don't look good in nude. So we're gonna do blush. Do I like pink? Not really, but everybody looks good in it. So fuck it, wrap it. We're doing blush, yeah. like whatever. I can't imagine being like, I don't care how you look in it. I have a vision. So, like, you're wearing this dress. Yeah. You don't love them. You you can't tell me you love those people. I've been in weddings and worn horrendous dresses. I was like, you don't love me. Yeah. I thought you loved me because you asked me to be at your wedding, but you don't. I look fucking ridiculous. (laughs) You don't love me. There's no way you want to take pictures of me in this dress that you love me.
1: It's also just so expensive. So expensive. The dress, the alterations, the shoes, the accessories, the hotel, the gifts. Mhm. It's a lot. It just like the same way that the Meghan and Harry interview made me feel like things were crumbling globally. <laughs> Thinking about this makes me feel like things are crumbling globally again. Just like as a society? Yeah, like why do we do that? Don't know. Why are we still doing it? Couldn't tell you. Oh, you guys love each other and you want to be married? Why do I have to give you $200? Why do you have to go
0: $30,000 into debt or else everyone tells you that you're going to regret not having a wedding?
1: There's a literal television show on Netflix called Wedding or House or something dumb like that. And people pick the wedding. Every time.
0: What the fuck? At least all the ones I've seen, because they don't go in order. Like, everybody's order is different. But all the ones I've seen, they
1: always pick a wedding. I'm like, are you shitting me? That's one day. One singular day. So expensive. No one remembers anything. No.
0: I'm sure there's going to be people listening to this and be like, fuck you, I, like, whatever. I just can't. I just don't understand it. Like, I want you to feel special and feel loved and be celebrated. But I think you, I think once you start wedding planning, you lose, like, all perspective of reality, just like a bachelorette party or bachelor party, like, all of it. It's, like, what is acceptable in society just goes out the fucking window. And then you're arguing over how, like a $50 placemat setting. And if you tell me that right now, like, well, do you want a 50 or $70 placemat setting? I was like, no, I want a $20. Pla- Why would I want to pay $75 for a placemat setting? But when you're planning a wedding, yeah, you again this headspace that that seems normal. It's, fucking it's bizarre. Wild. It's wild, but it does it. It does it to a lot of people. I mean, it's, it's insane. And in no way do I want to minimize it or people not to be celebrated or special, but like, Fuck things get out of hand fast.
1: They get out of hand fast. I'm going to a wedding soon, and I'm excited about it. It's going to be, like, a more relaxed version Mm -hmm. of a wedding. We have to travel a little bit for it, which, I mean, it worked out okay with work because it's, like, not my weekend, so I didn't have to shuffle anything around, which was helpful. Mm -hmm. And I love the casual vibe these days. I really do. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: But, like, right now, if you were going to make me, like travel for a wedding where my plate was going to be like $125 and then I had to like, you know, for the gift, cover the cost of my plate at least. Mm -hmm. And it was like black tie optional and I'm like shelling out 300 bucks for a dress and it all just seems so exhausting. And I know like we need to get out back in the world again, but i feel like being locked down kind of gave me some perspective on the things that i'm willing to put my time and energy and money into. Yeah. I really hope no one ever asks me to be a bridesmaid again. Mhm. Cuz i don't want to be. Yeah. So no in advance. And i in you know, congratulations. I'm i am so happy for you whoever you are getting married. It's wonderful. Leave me out of it. (laughs) And, you know, if you're having a party, I'll be there. Yeah. And I'll write you a check. Yeah. And like I said, I'll drink your alcohol and I'll dance to your music. Yeah. It just seems like it's just you you drive people along with you. And that's such a brutal way to put it. And it's probably because I'm old. Yeah. (sighs) Err.
0: Yeah, I think it comes with, like, so many... And, like you said, you worked in it, so it, like, loses its sparkle. Yeah. That's part of it. Yeah, when you're, like,
1: cooking, serving, and cleaning up the food and the place settings, and you see all the shit that people leave behind, and...
0: What's what, yeah? yeah. Charlie went to a wedding this weekend while I was gone. He showed up, like, three hours late, because he wasn't invited to the wedding, he was invited to the reception. And they made these, like, party favors with like a script on it. And it was like, thank you for being here, being here. And it was like chocolate covered something. And like the bride was like, please take these. Like I made all of these. And he's like, he took one, he's Charlie. So he was like really sweet. He's like, oh, thank you so much. He's like, why the fuck do they do this? Yeah. He's like, this probably took her hours. Why? I was like, I couldn't fucking tell you. Why do I think I want to elope? I don't, I don't want to do any of this shit all this looks exhausting i don't want to make bean favors i don't Was want it to like
1: coffee beans like chocolate covered coffee beans they look
0: I'm yeah kind of like that they almost look like chocolate raisins or something i don't know it's like a little or like a chocolate espresso bean maybe yeah something like that In like one container it probably cost it let's say she had 50 people so it probably cost her a hundred dollars in a couple of hours
1: yeah Why? i don't know i couldn't tell you i don't know maybe we're just and total cynic assholes i think i think this is going to be perceived like we don't give a fuck about people's weddings i want to go to your and wedding i don't want to sound you. like that i do i want to go and
0: i want to celebrate you i miss happy things i miss fun things even like you said you showers like i want to go back to showers because i miss being around people however you 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 gotta admit some of it's fucking nuts yeah even if you are a wedding planner Wedding event coordinator.
1: A lot of that shit's nuts. I mean, cash in if that's your job. People go fucking bonkers when they're planning a wedding. Yeah, by all means. Have all the money in the world. But... uh, mm. Um, Maybe I'm sure there's a perspective out there of, you know, someone who's like, well, it means this and blah, blah, blah. And people probably think the same thing about me when it comes to an engagement ring where they're like, well, what does it matter? And, you know, it does matter to me for more than one reason. And... I get it. People have their reasons for things and I can appreciate that. But I also need other people to appreciate leaving me the fuck out of it until the day. Yeah.
0: You can just call me a bitter divorcee. <laughs> I'll write you the check or I'll come party. But like like you said, I've already said before, I was in so many fucking weddings, so many weddings. And I said, I was like, I'll be in Morgan's if she changes her mind and she wants more than just Zoe. And I would, I'll would, i do Sierra's now because I've done Savannah's twice. And then after that, I'm done. Yeah. So, that's it. We're done. It's a wrap. (laughs) Most of my friends are married anyways. I'm good. And if they get married again, I've I've been there. We'll go through the divorce. And then if they get married a second time, we'll, like, go party or whatever. But they're not going to want the big wedding anyways.
1: Right. Like, you learn from it the first time. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You have to learn from people who have done it and regret things that they did and they they spent time and effort and money on and... And brought other people to spend time and money and their effort on.
0: Yeah. I didn't want to do it the first time. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not as mad as everyone has gotten.
1: I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want.
0: Yeah.
1: Everyone should just do whatever the fuck they want when it comes to their own wedding. Do whatever the fuck you want. As long as you're not bringing it making other people do shit that they don't want to do. And I love you. Because I guarantee you, you're making this all about you because it's your wedding and no one else gives a fuck. Really. <laughs> no one else gives a fuck. Celebrate you. I hope you have a great wedding and a happy marriage. I support that. You know, don't make me wear gold. I don't look good in it. No. Don't You don't. I hate to no, it to you. I don't look I don't, you know. It was, we tried. It didn't work. It <laughs> didn't work. It's okay. And.
0: Also, don't be a shit friend. Don't be a shit friend on your bachelorette party. Don't be a shit friend at your shower. Don't be a shit friend and make your friends wear ugly dresses. Don't be a shit friend. Make it work. Don't be an asshole. Don't be a shit friend.
1: Yeah, those are three things we're passionate about. Mm -hmm. Anything else, Morg? I don't think so. Sorry in advance if I pissed anyone off. (laughs) I'm sure your wedding was completely different and we're totally wrong. Yeah, and I'm sure your wedding will be completely different and we're totally wrong. Yeah. Whenever yeah. that
0: happens. And all of your friends love you and weren't resentful at all.
1: No. No. And you've never felt this way either, ever.
0: Never. Never. <laughs> you've never been like, Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Never. Never.
1: All right.
0: They see our social media when they want to rip us a new asshole eventually.
1: Have at it bitches. It's at make it work podcast on Instagram make it work po- or excuse me facebook.com slash make it work podcast and make it work podcast at gmail.com
0: party on looking forward to you guys not being happy with us good night Morg. <laughs> i love you <laughs> i love you too